It's a pleasure to welcome Darren Waller to the show, nominated for NFL Man of the Year representing the Raiders. Darren, great to talk to you again, and congratulations on this nomination. And what does this mean to you and your family going forward? What's up, JT? Appreciate you having me, but um, it's really an honor to be recognized in that fashion. Uh, it just makes me reflect on my journey and realize that, you know, just through everything that I've been through that I still – you know, have something to contribute in a positive way to this world. And I just want people to be better from having been around me. So this is really an honor. Well, Darren, I'm sure you were aware of this award. I've been aware of it my entire career when the award came into the league. And there's been times I've been at the Super Bowl and I tell people in my section, here it comes. Here it comes. We know who wins it, but we get a chance to see that presentation. You'd be doing all this work with or without an award or this nomination, but Tell me about the connection to Walter Payton and his philanthropy and what he meant to the league and why this fits the honor for you. Um, yeah, I mean, Walter Payton is really the, the standard as far as, you know, a running back on the field, but then as far as matching, you know, your effort on the field with off the field, you know, that's why the award is named after him. So just to be somebody that strives to have that balance that he had of, you know, excellence in everything that you do. So trying to not just put effort into one area and have one just kind of be, I do when I can, like serving people is just as important as running the rock or doing whatever I do. Like these things, everything that I do is important. So it's an honor to be able to reflect that in the things that I do on a day to day. Darren Waller's our guest, the pro bowl tight end for the silver and black. So Darren, how is it juggling again? Uh, we'll talk down the road about this rehab and getting through this injury and how you're doing down the road, but how do you manage your time with what you want to do with your foundation and the tight-knit circle that you have in the organization and what I know outside the organization? Who helps you plan a day and what you can do off the field? Um, yeah, I mean, it starts with uh, my morning routine, just being able to put my schedule out, you know, hour by hour, sometimes minute by minute. So I know those times where anytime I have a pocket of a few minutes of you know, brainstorming something or looking further down the road and having a vision for something I can use that time wisely because it's not a lot of time where I can just sit still and focus on things that aren't football or, you know, what I have to do on a day-to-day. So I have to be very wise and, you know, efficient with the time that I do have. And that starts with early morning, being able to have a good hour to myself uh, before everything starts with my day. How much has your sobriety changed you in regards to giving back and your philanthropic work going forward? Clearly, that got you to where you were with your sobriety, but has learning throughout that passage in life helped you with what you want to do and how you give back? Uh, Yeah, I mean, the essence of the program that I work in sobriety is being of service to other people, uh, using what you gained using what you've learned to impact other people and allow them to experience the same thing that you've experienced. Um, so for me, that comes from sharing my story or, you know, donating to a cause that means something to me or going and showing up to that cause and, and donating, you know, my time, my, my presence. So, uh, but yeah, the essence of everything that I try to do today is to better myself and by bettering myself, I can, have that much more of an influence or an impact on other people. Darren Waller joins us as a captain with what happened this year, the tragedy with Henry Ruggs, the death of Tina Tintor, the resignation of your coach, John Gruden. Has that helped you become a better leader 
inside the walls and Henderson there on the road with the team on game day as you're learning like everybody else how to deal with adversity in a season? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I don't think there's any better training in adversity or resilience than it's been this year, uh, losing the people that we've lost and uh, just the situations that we've been in. You know, it's been tough and it's having to go in there and lead without having all the answers, going in there and leading and really just by saying like, hey, you know, this is affecting me too, but at the same time, we're going to go forward with the best presence of mind to the moment, to the day, to the time that we have together, to the best of my ability. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely helped me improve as a leader, and especially in knowing that I don't have to be anybody else. I don't have to lead like anybody else. I can just lead in my own way, and then that's good enough. Uh, two quick football questions on the way out. What's changed again with the double team this year and the coverage you're seeing? A lot of fans call me and they want you involved more. They want quicker starts in this game. Derek went to you heavy in the first game. And, you know, you got to tip your cap to the defensive coordinators and the other team for what they're trying to do to scheme up against you. What was the big change in week 14 this year compared to last year in regards to the coverage you're seeing? Um, yeah, I mean, as far as a change, I feel like this year there's a lot more guys that get the ball on our team. So as far mm-hmm. as that balance is concerned, that sometimes it's going to end up in me having less opportunities and sometimes times where there are holes and there are opportunities. Uh, Derek may get pressured or push off the spot or he may go to somebody else. So, I mean, defenses are you know, getting more creative with double teaming, passing me off to the other side of the field with somebody or, you know, having people in zones drop underneath me and on the sides of me. But uh, there have been plenty of times where I've been open. It's just sometimes, you know, things don't necessarily go your way. Other things happen that are out of your control. So um, that's just, it's just like that sometimes. All right, Darren, last question. Big one at Kansas City. Depending on your status, I just want a big-picture question. Everybody in this organization, outside in the fans, know this is a do-or-die game. Do you feel it? Does the organization feel it, the players? Because you've been down this road before. This is a big game that can get you right back into the playoff hunt here, right where you need to be. What is it going to take to win this game? Um, I feel like winning this game requires not trying to look forward to the future too far and what lies ahead and also not laying in the past of maybe some of our past few performances, but really just staying present to the moment and realizing that you know, we have the talent to win any game. We have the talent to do whatever we want to do on the field. So we just have to go in there with that presence of mind because whenever we're just in the moment and able to play to the best of our ability without buying into any kind of distractions, uh, I feel like we have a great team and a lot to offer. So uh, I know all, all the guys are looking forward to this thing on Sunday. Congratulations for the nomination, Darren. We're always pulling for you with everything you do on and off the field. Thanks for joining us and have a great holiday. Thank you, JT. Appreciate you. Have a good holiday.